Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the Mithril Dragon Wagon, and the Min-Maxed Podcast presents The Return of the Rune Lords. We want to thank you for joining us on this adventure, and we start with the recap of Session 2. Before we leave Roderick's Cove, Aldrani gives us some things to help us on our ghost-busting mission to Roderick's Wreck. Along the way, Turok's flashes back. We talk about cipher gulls. Once at the wreck, we get attacked by fucking Sturges. They die pretty easy, but put bleed damage on three people. Through many, 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 many checks, the bleed is thrice overcome. We take a little time for Odd to heal people up. We then enter the ramshackle house. We find a room with weak-looking floors. Odd, being a dainty flower, goes in. While fucking with some paper, two giant fuck-off cockroaches pop up from underneath the rotted floor. Adamu and Coral bust in and absolutely wreck shit. The paper Odd got ended up being a map of a section of the Churlwood. It says S-T-H-S. Soon thereafter, a large spider swarm decides to join the fun and is disgusting, but dies to fire pretty quickly. We find a weird-looking door that does magic shit to Sprinkles, who nopes on out of there. Despite all the dangers, we prepare to continue exploring. I think I leave the door with the nail in it alone. I'm gonna go check this other door out. (laughs) (laughs) Are you gonna search the door over, or are you just gonna open it? I'm gonna check this door. You can plainly see through large cracks in the door that this door just leads outside. And with a 26 on a perception, not trapped in any way, shape, or form. I guess I kind of, like, peek out it, and, like, assuming I don't see anything interesting, just peeking out the door. Yeah, it's uh, the back deck. If you walked along this deck here, it would go and hang out over the river. Is the deck basically in the water, too, like the rest of the house? No. Up on this side, things are much sturdier feeling. It's really just that southeastern corner of the house that hangs over the river feels like it's about to go in. Well, I'll take a couple steps out, look around. Anything exciting? You see that farther along, pieces of that side of the dock have fallen off into the river, and you're not standing in a portion that's over the river yet, maybe a couple of steps forward, but it feels really shaky. You don't really see anything around that corner. It's hard to take a look, but you do see in through some large cracks in the shuttered windows, and it looks like it peeks into the dining room. Well, it does not seem safe to continue walking on that, so I'm going to head back inside. All right. Well, do we want to finish the floor or head upstairs? Can I make a nature check, you know, for... That doesn't make any sense at all. I would feel like it'd have to be a cult or arcana on that door. Yeah, nature wouldn't work on it. Oh, I have arcana. Arcana's not going to do it. Architecture? Nah. I'm heading back out this way, then. Let's check out this door. I get a 19 to check out this door back in the main hallway. Uh, That one is basically off of its hinges as well. It leads into a linen closet. Nothing interesting. Next door. What are you getting to check it? Uh, Nat 20, 27. It doesn't seem trapped in any way, but like much of the doors in this uh, house, it certainly is swollen and may require a little shoulder to push yeah, in. Well, Adamu's got plenty of shoulder, so unless you want me to give you a strength check. <laughs> yep, strength check. Or not strength check, athletics. Athletics? Yep. 19? Still thinking about fucking with this door. Do it, to Do it. I'm, I'm here with you. <laughs> I'm curious. The rest of us are gone, and he opens the door up. 
gets swallowed by the door. I'm nudging him. I'm like, fucking do it. <laughs> All right. Well, while uh, Adamu, Turux, and Odd are going through the hallway to one of the other doors, are Coral and Sprinkles returning to the boarded over door? Yeah. Dude, we just kind of don't notice them doing that. <laughs> they just sneak up behind us. <laughs> We're a curious duo. <laughs> they both just stop. You guys forgot a door. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second here. In the meantime, uh, Adamu just shouldered open this door into what looks like a family room of some kind. A moldering sofa sits along the wall of this room. Maybe once comfortable chairs sit in front of mold-covered windows. Lovely. Let's take a step in and see what happens. Adamu, when you step into the room, you see ghostly images of what you just know are Sir Roderick's family. He has two children, his wife. They're all sitting around Roderick, and he's reading them a story. Aww. Now you're going to make me care about this guy. The wife is doing needlepoint work nearby in a rocking chair. Her rocking chair speed speeds up, starts rocking back and forth and back and forth at just an unworldly pace. The children and Sir Roderick, as they're sitting there and he's reading, their skin sloughs off of their skeletons. As their skeletal faces are being revealed, Roderick turns to face Adamu, who just walked into the room, and says, Get out. I need Adamu to give me a will save. 24. That's a success. You're frightened one. You're not necessarily fleeing. Uh, well, compulsively fleeing. Whether you flee at this point is truly up to you. Nah. <laughs> He's seen some crazy shit. Odd, come look at this. What? Did I hear any of this happen? Uh, you heard the get out and the, some children giggling. Oh, and someone shout get out and some children giggling. Sounds a bit doge to me. You didn't get to see the pleasant scene. Odd walks around the corner and sees a skeletal man with a skeleton child on his knee and a skeleton child on the floor, and there's just, like, piles of skin lying around their feet and forms. Ugh! No! And the skeleton man is yelling, get out. Oh, sorry, don't forget about the ghostly vision of the woman rocking back and forth at, you know, like breakneck a speed. speed. Yeah. That is horrifying! I hate it! I love <laughs> it thematically, but I hate it! <laughs> right? Listen, so that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like odd saying that, so... No. Do you need a will save? I do need a will save. Yeah. Good thing that's my best one. Not when I roll a three. I'm going to take my action point, my hero point on that. Okay. Try that again and get a 24 instead. 24. That's solid. Not a critical success, but it is a success. And you are frightened one while you're in the room and in the aura. Oh, that is right. Fucked. Isn't it interesting, though? Isn't it? I think Turex would walk up and, like, poke his head through the doorway and be like, Oh, it was on the 20. Ah, it's a two. I will also hear a point that, but I know it's not going to be nearly as cool. 14. 14 fails. I will straighten my tie and my hat. Right, then. 
and then I'll fucking take off. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing the horrors in front of him. Oh, God. <laughs> Frightened three and fleeing. He's going to fall in the fucking porch again. Sprain his other leg? <laughs> God damn it. Well, uh, Turux, you're fleeing until you're uh, out the front door, and as soon as you're out the front door and off the porch, the compulsion to run goes away. You're just now scared. Frightened one. Okay. I will straighten my tie in my hand. Right then, and I'll walk right back in. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, runs away. (laughs) Stops. Right then. Goes back in. <laughs> God damn, that's good. Then as Turex uh, was running away, Adamu and Odd, you can step into the room and move freely about it if you'd like. Uh, sure. I get a 22 to perceive the room. A 22 from Adamu. 24 from Odd. This whole scene is, like, going on in front of you, and occasionally Roderick's skeletal form, which is now on blue fire, he's still pointing at you as you're walking the perimeter of the room, <laughs> shouting, get out! It's like one of those paintings whose eyes watch you, but uh, on acid. But a yes. flaming skeleton. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's pretty fucking metal, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. But you give a solid search of this room, and you honestly find nothing interesting. Aside from, you know, the heavy metal album cover that's happening on the molding couch over there. So, like, after going all the way around the room, as Adamu walks out, he's like, Theatrix, these people. <laughs> <laughs> and I go check this other door. That one, give me a perception check. Am I still in the frightened or Once you leave the room and close that door, if you close that door. I don't know. Odd, uh, do you close the door? Probably. How heavy is the door? C- can can Odd close the door? <laughs> Probably not. As Adamu's checking the uh, door to the north, we're going to go back over to Coral and Sprinkles, who have found themselves wandering back into the back hall. I wouldn't say, well, I've been here the whole time. Yeah, we never left. <laughs> oh, you just never left. Okay. I left, I left the room and then walked back in as the, everybody else was leaving. And I'm like, where the fuck's everybody going? And then I just stayed. Then we're over here with Sprinkles and Coral. Both of you, as you're standing here, standing in front of this door, give me a perception check. 22. Modest eight. Coral, you don't hear anything. You don't see anything. Sprinkles, on the other hand, you see this door looks like it's about to burst open. All you would need to do is just pry these boards just a little bit, and, and it would just come open. I do just that. Go ahead and give me the athletics checks to force it open. 24. That is successful. As you break through the boards to get through the door... As you open the door, it doesn't burst open as you thought it would, but the entire closet is filled floor to ceiling with water. And there's bits of broken boards, some old shoes, moldering clothes, just kind of like floating along in it. And it sits there for a moment, just frozen. And then that moment ends and it comes crashing down out of the closet. It's like a faucet that got turned on full bore and it just starts cascading through this back hall. And I need both Coral and Sprinkles to give me reflex saves. 28. 15. 
because Sprinkles succeeded, you just kind of step to the side, away from where the water's flowing, which is right at Coral's face, with with a 15 fails, and the water just pours out and engulfs you and pushes you 10 feet back against the back wall. So this doesn't, like, just go out the door? No, it, it all comes pouring in through and goes throughout. My, I think it's all in your head. I think it's magic bullshit. I choose to disbelieve. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do I get take damage from hitting this wall here? No, not at all. Nothing like that. But this closet is still spewing water for right now. Oh. Still pushing me up against the wall? Yeah. Can I just get out of the water by stepping to the left? It seems to be following you, making it difficult to move. Uh, I move out here and I shut the door. Like time to shut the door. <laughs> I'm gonna need a reflex save from Sprinkles and Coral one more time. Why? Just hit two in a row? Hero point. Fuck that. Yeah. Twenty-seven. So that's a critical success. So again, Sprinkles, nothing happens to you. You're just kind of okay. holding back against the wall as the water's gushing out. Coral, eleven. Standing outside. Hell yeah, I'm going into the lake. There's no way this water could reach you. Absolutely no way this water could reach you. The door bursts behind you and pushes you ten feet down this rickety dock. And you're right on the edge, standing there teetering. Now is the water pushing me down or is it just going out into the lake now? It all stops. I broke the hot. It drains. Sprinkles, you see that the water isn't just gushing out of this closet anymore. Now it seems to be off. Well, that was weird. What's in this room? Just a little closet, really. The 22 perception, do I find anything? You searching through the haunted closet? Fuck yeah. Ask Coral to join me in the closet. No. What are you doing? <laughs> I, will, I will not. Just there's not enough room. Are we drenched or was it like an illusion? Or am I like soaking? You are actually soaking wet. Okay. I am not. You dodged all the water? What? You're, you're right. You're right. Critically succeeded. Both reflex saves. That's true. You're telling me you didn't get wet for the rushing water? Coral is, in fact, drenched head to foot, though. I, like, jumped up into the corner of the room. And I was like, hey, <laughs> like a fucking Spider-Man. As you're searching around here, there's a bunch of de- debris and refuse from the water. Like, and there's still a little standing water in, in this closet, which is becoming not so standing pretty quickly. But there's a little brooch that's in here. Looks really nice. Nice. I don't know anything about magic. I go and give it to the coral. I'm like, here, this is pretty. I attempt an arcane check on it of 22. <laughs> it doesn't take any longer than a minute for you to realize that the water is beginning to build again inside of this closet. And right at the line of the frame of the door seems to be this, like, invisible wall that allows it to collect, and it's slowly rising. Good luck getting out. I gently close the door and then try to jam it or, like, board it back up and shit. I'm assuming not while you're inside of it. (laughs) I'm assuming that you want to try to jam it after you close it up um, with, like, a a thievery check is what I think I'm going to ask for here. I'm fine with that. Ooh, bad roll. Uh, only got a 12. The 12? You, you're kind of, you know, close the door again, you put the boards up, and the nails just kind of push into the holes that they were in. I tried again and get 26. 
Yeah, no, you you find a plank of debris that came out of it originally, and you jam it under the door real good. It's going to take a lot to open that. That's fine. What's that brooch do? Well, ten minutes is going to be more than enough time for Adamu, Turux, and Odd to take a look at this other door, which they already did. I attempt to open it. If you open this door up, it leads into, this is certainly, the kitchen. A sickeningly sweet scent hangs in this room's otherwise stale air. Mold and fungus grow up the side of the northern walls, and what was once a table lies decayed and slumped to the floor at an angle. A door and a stone hearth occupy the south side of the room, and the oven's door is slightly ajar. Sounds lovely. I go to check it out. We're going to get attacked by that oven. How brilliant would that be for a mimic? Just become an oven and people put food in you. (laughs) Uh, Adamu, give me a perception check. 19. As you take a step into the room, that northwestern corner where all of that mold and fungus are growing, all of the mold over there shifts and moves slightly and starts rising. Give me initiative. Oh my goodness, we're going to be fighting mold. The three of us down here still don't know what's going on with the other two. You just—you probably heard some rushing water, but it's probably fine. Did we? I'm not convinced we did. We didn't see the leaking when I was standing five feet from it, so... Yep, nope, you guys didn't see it, you didn't hear any rushing water, nothing like that. Well, we hear water, but that's just from the river that's nearby. Right. I am physically drenched, I know that much. <laughs> we haven't seen you yet. <laughs> yeah. Coral and Sprinkles are in the back hall right now trying to identify that brooch. At the top of round one, as this slime mold is about to leap at Adamo, you can just tell as you walked in. Adamo, you actually get to jump and get to go first. Oh god, it's large. <laughs> Wasn't expecting to take up the whole entire corner. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, well, the whole the whole corner and, and the floor, it, it really, really all comes to life as you walk in the room. Action one will be to rage, which, um, as we discussed in the beginning... First time I rage every 10 minutes, I regain hit points equal to the temporary hit points I gain from raging, so my wounds go away. I gain three temporary hit points, and I attack the giant ooze thing with a 12. A 12 actually misses. We are going to swing again. But nat 20 for a 22, it's an ooze though, so probably can't be critical. You are absolutely correct. It cannot be critical, but it does hit. Awesome. I deal it seven damage after... Seven points of damage. You slash at it, and it doesn't split. Oh, thank God. (laughs) It's not a caster, is it? No, it is not. Not a casting move. So, that is my three actions. All right. Well, that takes us over to Turlux. Outside, you see this mold begin to come to life and Adamu's slashing at it with the guy's arm. I will take two actions to use threatening approach. I stride till I'm adjacent with it and then I also do a intimidation check. Oh my god, it was in the 20 again! This is <laughs> dumb! Ugh. 
so I'll make you feel better. The role wouldn't have mattered. I know. But I want fucking panache, dude. I have yet to get a single panache point. You're not very panache I know. I mean, can't he give you panache points for doing funny things? Yeah, but I have, to, I have to do stuff. Maybe, I, I mean... Know, you ran away pretty panache-like. <laughs> <laughs> I lose them every combat. Oh, was, okay. I, I thought you, you have to do it in combat. Yeah. But you spent your actions and attempted to intimidate the mold, and it was not impressed. Right, then I will just attack it. Ooh, 22. That it's... So 1d6 plus 2, 6 damage to it. And that's with the rapier. Uh, yep. It doesn't resist any of it. It looks like you guys are taking chunks out of it. All right. Then after Turox sprinkles, you hear the sound of combat from down the hall. You guys doing okay over there? You don't need help, right? Good. We're kind of in the middle of a fight and a giant goddamn thing. Coral's clothes are wet. We're going to stay here. Your clothes are wet? We're fighting a goddamn monster. Get your moist asses in here. Just tell us if you need help. And I pass my turn. Well, we need help. It is the ooze's turn. And the ooze gets three actions that it's just going to kind of go ham. First on Adamu. 29 to hit. Oh, well, I can be critical. You certainly can. You take 18 oh my points God. of bludgeoning damage. Uh, yeah, that hurt. That really, really hurt. Well, can't heal you. Adamu, give me a fortitude save. Nat 20 for 27. Nat 20, critical success. You're good. And with its second action, it's going to smack two ducks. Gets a 16 to hit. Hey, get that out of my face. Not a hit. Crit friction, because it's a slime, it's mindless, and it wants food. Three doesn't get it. That's its turn. Coral, it's your turn. I put the brooch on. If that takes an action, I just drop it. But fine. And then I ask God, what's up? Adamo's getting fucking wrecked, bruv! <laughs> I just need more of that. <laughs> every time I can get a bruv. <laughs> I'll step up on this broken crap, and I'll kick it. Coral just gets right up in here. I used too many actions, so I'm just gonna do a normal attack. No magic, just kicks. I got a 15 to hit, dealing. 15 hits. Seven damage. Seven damage, it takes all of it. I'm really worried that this thing's still only wounded. <laughs> this thing seems like quite the sponge, though, as Swanee points out. Like, you can tell you're doing damage to this, you're hurting it, but it just keeps coming. Odd, it's your turn. Well, we're gonna go for broke. First off, produce flame. Get a 14 to hit. Hits. That's two actions. We'll deal it. Six fire damage. Takes all of it. Patch of that mold. My third action, I will use one action to cast my focus spell. Elemental toss. And I will put in my negative five for my multiple attack penalty. And we'll see what we can get here. Ah, I miss. That's the end of my turn. That takes us to the top of round two. I take my turn. Oh, delayed Sprinkles going at the bottom of round one. All right, Sprinkles, what do you do? I use my first two actions to move into the room that everybody's in. Third action, I don't have a weapon out right now because we were fucking around in that room with the closet. 
I'll draw my bow, I guess. Then that takes us now to the top of round two. Adamu, your turn. So I get a 22 to hit. Looks like that's going to hit. Deal him 15 damage. 15 damage. Take a chunk out of it. Great hit, Adamu. Now get out of here. It just now looks like it's getting to like that bloodied condition. I need to use my hero point on that. I get a 10. Said it's a 19. So you use a hero point on your second attack? Yes. Alright, 19 hits. Need to hurt this thing. Another 11 damage. Solid. Adamu cuts the largest chunks out of it that's been taken out of it yet with two clean swipes with guys on. It's looking down, but it ain't dead. And then he... Uh, yeah, he has to back out of the room. After that whopping critical hit that Adamu took. He's not happy about it, but he's not done with it. <laughs> Yeah, seven hit points left. That's 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 rough at first level with something that hits this hard. Well, then after Adamu gets two big hits in and steps back, Turux, it's your turn. I am going to attempt to tumble through his square. So try to tumble through a nice little L shape. Because tumble through is the universal panache getter. <laughs> yes, exactly. If I cannot memorialize him, I will move gracefully about him. At 24. A 24 to beat his reflex DC. Does beat his reflex DC. I'm officially playing a swashbuckler as of right now. (laughs) Yeah, but are you? (laughs) Because this is going to be precision damage. That's true. And then I will choose to attack it once. 17 to hit. That hits? I deal 7 damage, but with immune to precision, it would be 5. 5 damage. And then as my last action, I'm going to use my first level feet. I uh, use my dueling parry. So uh, since I have one hand free, I get a plus two circumstance bonus to my AC until the start of my next turn. Oh, so it's like the uh, free hand raise a shield action. Yeah. Almost. Cool. Cool. Well, Turux comes in, stabs at it, and takes a defensive position. That takes us over to the ooze who will use its first action to attack Turux and is going to get a 12 to hit. Sure, he rolls a 2 against you. (laughs) The second attack is going to be against Coral, a 9 to hit. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Critically hits me. Same team, Swanee, same team. (laughs) And then a third one against Turux again. This is just lashing out at anything within its reach. Nice. Four misses. Really bad rolls on the Ooze's part. Coral, it's your turn. Attempt two melee attacks. Oh, actually, I'm going to cast Potent Magic, giving myself a plus one to all my attacks to hit. Is that like a cantrip, or is that... Yeah, it's my focus. It eventually basically makes it so... It gives me striking runes at level three. It gives me a greater striking rune at level seven. Nice. And it gives I mean, me... That's like having a plus one weapon. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. That freaking level one, that's awesome. Ah, oof. I like to strike again with a hero point, redoing that strike. Jesus Christ. I'll use my final action to cast shield. All right. That takes us over to Odd. It's your turn. Yeah, we want to kill this guy. I don't think I can, but we'll at least give it a shot. Produce flame seemed to work last time. We'll just give it a shot again. More fire. Oh. Oh. 
it was probably immune to it's probably immune to crits anyway. But I hit with a fifteen. Oh right, yeah, we've established that. Yeah. Fifteen hits, yeah, that'll do it. And we'll deal him max deeps eight. Eight. It's looking like it's burning down to not much, but it's still wiggling around. And with my third action, I will not do anything with my third action. You don't. You don't have shield or anything. I have eight cantrips. Shield is not one of them. That seems odd to me, but okay. It, it is, is odd. odd. <laughs> 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 Light him up, Sprinkles. All right, Sprinkles, what are you going to do? Uh, first action, hunt prey. Second action will be hunted shot to take two quick shots. Uh, first one was a 25 to hit. Second one was a nine to hit. A hit and a miss. Uh, I did one damage. I rolled a one on my 1d6. You know, continue, continuing that trend. That's one damage. Yep, yep. And third action, I will fire a third time. A miss. Ouch. A lot of errors in the floor. Some of the mold taken out. Not a ton. But after sprinkles, we go up to the top of round three. Adamu, you're up. Well, going back in. <laughs> Stepping in? Yep. Sprinting Jack. I needed to not take a couple hits. So. Uh, so first action, move back in. Second to swing, get a 21. That hits. We will deal him 10 damage. 10 damage. Adamu pops back in the room and finishes this thing off. As I helped, I did a damage. You did. We, we killed it by one damage. So. It's true. Oh, really? Oh, nice. So you're, 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 saying, you're saying I didn't help then? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Because oh. at zero, they, it still would have oh. died at zero. So. <laughs> Sorry, Ted. <laughs> you really didn't do it. <laughs> I thought that was going to be good there. Sprinkles puts his bow away, dejected, and walks out the door. Ah, poor Sprinkles, dude. <laughs> poor Sprinkles. So emo. He does a hair flip. He does a little hair flip, the emo hair flip as he walks out the room. Adamu just kind of leans on his guy's arm a little bit like, that hurt, guys. You know if you weren't such a fucking idiot, I'd heal you. Keep your damn magic. He pulls out a elixir of life and takes it. <laughs> well, we can do first aid now. And you can rage. I gain five hit points back. It's not bad. 22 perception. What's in the room? In the room? Yeah. What was this mold guarding? Around all the mold and the broken table, there's nothing. There's nothing of interest in this room. No healer's kit in here? We just need money for healers, kid. Just, just need a Come fucking on, healers, like three healers, kids. Come on. <laughs> we need like 15 gold. They're five gold a piece. You can just give us one for free. That'd be cool, too. Tyler, can I do a lore mercantile roll on the cups or the dinner set that I took? I mean, obviously. A seven. They're all right. Maybe like 10 gold worth between the silver serving set and the copper cups and the decanter. Yeah, you could probably fetch 15 gold off that. Perfect. Yes. That's a pretty penny. Spencer, what's that brooch? I'm still working on it. You want to go ahead and give me the arcana check on the brooch? Go ahead. Now you have some time here in the kitchen. Yeah, I think sitting down right here in this kitchen. (laughs) Yep. I'll do a little bit of healing checks. This is a brooch of shielding. This piece of silver jewelry is adorned with miniature images of kite shields and can be used to fasten a cloak or cape. The brooch automatically absorbs magic missiles targeting you, 
and can absorb 30 individual magic missiles before it melts and becomes useless. So it's there to block magic missiles. Or be worth 15 gold if you sell it. That's three healers kits right there. Let's walk in. I'd like to trade this for three healers kits. We just refer to everything as healers kits now when it comes to gold. It's like 12 healers kits, man. If we're taking more time here, I'd like to take another 10 to get my focus back. Yeah. I, I am going to spend at least 10 minutes making a medicine check on Adamu while also getting my focus back. Because I'm a sorcerer, and it doesn't matter what I do to get my focus back. And it specifically calls out you can get it back while treating wounds. I love sorcerers for that. Yeah, that's pretty great. I do succeed. Adamu, you heal six. And if we take another ten minutes, which I guess we would because you needed to take ten minutes to identify, I'm going to heal myself. Yeah, there's at least twenty minutes here. Ten to identify, ten to refocus for Coral. And I succeed. The whole party's sitting in the kitchen. Do you guys leave the door open or do you close the kitchen door? Whatever the answer to that question is, I don't stand by it. I just sit down. What's going to come in the freaking door? <laughs> yeah, I would say it'd be open. It's kind of sitting around, healing each other up, refocusing. Odd, you're doing the healing. Who would you want to talk to in the party during this moment of silence? Who would you want to ask a single question to? What would that question be? Odd, um, Odd would ask Turux why he's so interested in all this ancient magic Thessalonian stuff. I think he'd become like noticeably, it'd be like uncomfortable. But I, 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 it's it's a fascinating era of uh, Galarian. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, the time is, I mean, it's extraordinary. There's so many things going on in that time. I mean, it's a fascinating era. It's from what, 10,000 years ago, Barov. Right, but it's interesting. That's the thing. Well, what's, what's your end game? What's your goal? Well, who doesn't want to study things, right? Me. I just do things. Because you find them interesting, right? That's true. That's true. See? That is why I study, because I find it very interesting. In fact, I've been, uh, that's frankly a little bit embarrassing, but uh, uh, kicked out <laughs> from uh, Riddleport, actually, because they're not as interested as I am, to be honest with you. Oh, well, you got kicked out of Riddleport, a place run by thieves and pirates, for beating a studier? Yeah, it's a, let me tell you, it's a fascinating tale, but for another time, probably. You must be a pretty fucking badass studier. <laughs> well, as you can see, I'm, I can use a blade very well, but uh, I just, <laughs> I kind of am interested in what you can do with all your magic. Respect, bruv. Respect. <laughs> Respect. So you're all finished up with your refocusing, your healing and what have you. Uh, the house is creepy and it's, you know, making creepy haunted house sounds. Sprinkles, you think you might hear sobbing coming from somewhere in the distance? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Can never be good. I know I'm in a haunted house. Like, I'm, I'm intelligent enough to know it's probably not a real person or a living person. How intelligent are you? Are you intelligent enough? I don't fucking know. What's no. your intelligence? Eight. <laughs> Where's it coming from? But what's your wisdom? Twelve. That's better. Wait, where's the sobbing coming from? 
It's in the distance. It's really difficult to pin down. You're on the western, the northwestern side of the house. It's coming from somewhere deeper into the house. It's really difficult to discern where it's coming from. It's a faint, hard-to-pick-up sound. Do I think it's on this floor, or do I think it's the floor above me? Would I know that much, at least? It sounds like it's far away, so either on the other side of the house or maybe on the second floor. Yeah, I mean, Sprinkles Sprinkles says he hears sobbing and wants to go upstairs. Damu will go upstairs. I I didn't say I wanted to go upstairs, but there's sobbing coming from upstairs. Okay, then Adamu will go upstairs, whether Sprinkles wants to or not. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely going to be a gross breath, but, you know, we're Jane now, isn't it? As Adamu walks up the stairs... On the second floor here, you notice that there are... This is a landing that it gets you to on the second floor. There's another set of stairs to the north where there must be another entrance from the first floor. But you see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different doors on the second story here. A lot of doors. Yeah, of course. And who's following Adamu? Uh, I'll be behind Adamu. I'll be behind Turux. I'm the last person there we go. coming out. Oh, <laughs> sprinkles on the tail. Hey, guys, I hear gr- someone sobbing. You go check it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm begrudgingly going up. I'm intrigued. Well, I'm here. Gonna open some doors. Now <laughs> come open this door. Adamu opens the door to the lounge. The leather of the room's two large chairs seems mostly intact but stuffing covers the ground beneath them and has been strewn about. Broken glass glitters on the floor and a low table lies on its side. The drawers from a small cabinet on the ground beside it and a draft from a broken window stirs the moldy drapes and a crooked painting of a sailing ship at sea bears a lengthy rip through the canvas. As you walk into this room, Adamu, there's a, a, a glass, like a low ball, that lifts off the ground and hovers and then starts shaking violently back and forth. I step out of the room. What, what, what was in there? Uh, there's some sort of weird shaking orb thing in this room. Odd wants to go poke his head in real quick. Do I see the low ball glass shaking in the middle of the room? Odd as you crack open the door and look in, the glass flies across, misses the door frame, but hits the wall on the far side and breaks the glass with a shatter. Aww. I wanted to go jump in the thing and have it be like a circus ride. <laughs> it's not okay. even the circus campaign, David. <laughs> I know, but it would have been fun. <laughs> well, there's some fucking hot shit in there, bruv. And I close the door. Well, uh, I mean, where do you think we're going next? Adamu's opening this one, I guess. Yep. Moving on. Adamu hits door number two. We're going until we find this sobbing. Adamu opens the door to the study. A simple desk sits along the north wall of this room. A few of the boards in the wall have come loose and fallen to the ground below. A moldy puddle fills the middle of the floor and a wet stain spreads from a crack in the ceiling. I poke the moldy puddle with my geyser. It squelches. Guys. The last chunk of mold attacked me, so 
<laughs> As you're you're poking the moldy floor with your guy's arm, you hear large skittering steps that sound maybe a little familiar. I ready myself. Burn it. Is it from like in here in this room? Or like above, or where is it coming from? In this room, kind of like throughout, several places throughout this room. Everyone roll for initiative. As Adamu readies himself with his guy's arm in a position prepared to defend himself, a giant cockroach, three giant cockroaches skitter out from various places in the room, some of them from a hole in the ceiling or holes in the walls or even through the window, and these things are large. At the top of round one, the first giant cockroach uses its first action to skitter over to... Adamu uses a second action to make a Jaws attack on Adamu. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Adamu is going to take seven points of piercing damage as the cockroach pierces his shin getting into it. And with its third action, it will grab. So Adamu has a giant cockroach clutching to his calf. Already half dead. God damn it. Fucking Adamu. I mean, you take seven damage. See how you feel. No, I mean, like, I just fucking wish I could heal you or, like, cast some of my beneficial spells on you. Just be nice. (laughs) Just one. (laughs) Sprinkles is still on the stairwell right now. Yeah, he's going to move. Well, he's going to use his first two actions to draw his short swords. And then third action to move into the room. There are three cockroaches in this room. They look, other than giant, odd. There's something a little off about these cockroaches. Then after Sprinkles, Turux, it's your turn. So I can see giant cockroach number three from where I'm at, right? That's correct. Okay. Through the door. I will do a threatening approach. And so I'm going to intimidate him so he runs past Adamu. Did he have his, I don't think he had his rapier, did he? We've been attacked multiple times. Why would you not have your weapon <laughs> out? At this point, I would assume you have your okay. rapier out. Yes. Thank God. All right. So he runs past Adamo in the face of Giant Cockroach 3 and furls his cobra hood at it and makes an intimidation check. I just want to intimidate one thing. <laughs> I got a 12. A 12 fails, but not necessarily because... It's a 12. How many actions does it take to do the intimidating approach or threatening approach? Two. So then you have a third action left? Yeah. You have a cockroach that's attached to your new friend Adamu and one right in front of you. The one that I'm gonna is not intimidated by you. Right in front of me. Ooh, 23. A 23? Oh, yeah, it totally did. All right, that's a critical hit. Nice. All right. Ooh, 14 damage. 14 damage. That is a hit and a good hit. You skewer this one. That's not the one that's clamping onto Adamu. That's just the one you approached, right? Yep. So you got Turux engaging the cockroach on the northwestern side of the room, one hanging off of Adamu's calf. That takes us over to Adamu. I just want fucking panache for my fucking swashbuckler. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, Ad- Adamu will... How long is it... Did you say it's I mean it's been at least 10 20 30 minutes, right? 
since your last rage? Since our last fight. It, it had to have been because you spent 10 minutes doing... So yeah, if you rage, you will heal. So Adamu is going to rage, which heals him three, plus he gains three temporary hit points. God, that's so nice. He is going to attack number three, even though number two's like got him latched on. He's like, you know, I'll keep that one busy then while we try to kill number three. So a second action, he is going to attack cockroach number three and get a 21 to hit. 21 is a hit. And we will deal him eight damage. Eight points of damage. That was an alley-oop situation. Turox comes and slithers on by you and stabs this one with its rapier, dealing it a good chunk of damage, and you just slice it in half to finish it up. When you cut it in half, you would expect these, like, goopy, fresh cockroach juice to come out, maybe. You know, you've crushed a cockroach before, the small ones. Imagine two-foot-long cockroach. This one... When you crack it open, it's this rancid smell of death just emanates from it immediately, like it's already been decaying. So, yeah, after killing that one and seeing that, it's like, oh, that's gross. He kind of spins his, uh, his guy's arm around and tries to hit number one, which is in front of Sprinkles, but misses. He gets, a, he gets a six, so I assume that makes sense. And just for the people at home, uh, the power of reach weapons here, Adamu's in the doorway and attacking the cockroach diagonally through Sprinkles Square because of the way the reach weapon rules work. That's just amazing. All the way across the room. Anyways, after Adamu, Coral, it's your turn. Well, I don't know what's going on, so I'll walk forward, and now I'm in a room. There's a dead, disgusting cockroach. One of them is clamped right onto Right below my feet. Yep, you're standing on one right now. It smells gross. Well, they seem to got that other one surrounded, so I'll just run south and strike this one. Number one. Oh, that's right, you're melee. I forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also activate my potent fists. 24. Uh, 24 is a critical hit. Okay. 16 damage. 16 points of damage, but that's bludgeoning damage. And when you punch the cockroach, you can almost feel like punch, some I kicked of... it. Sure. When you, when, you, <laughs> when you kick the cockroach, you can feel that... You know when you, you, you kick something that's hard and hollow, and you feel that thum sound that comes from it? You almost get that, and it resists some of your bludgeoning damage. What the heck? I'm done. That was my third action. All right. Then after Coral, that takes us over to Odd. It's your turn. I hear some uh, something coming from in that room. I'm not positive what's going on. I'll uh, pop in there. I'll kind of share a square there with my buddy Adamu. Oh, look at that. Some fucking cockroaches and a dead one. For some reason, I picture, you know, that community gif where Donald Glover walks in with the pizzas and everything's on fire. <laughs> like you've got you've got coral stomping through gross cockroach guts guts over here. Adamu's got a cockroach like attached to his shin that he just can't get off, right? That was just my thought on this. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's about right. I know the smart thing to do is to focus fire, but there's a cockroach latched onto my good buddy Adamu, so I'm gonna attack that one. I don't think I'll ever get used to just seeing you occupy Adamu's it's space. So nice. It's, it's weird. So but... nice. Yeah. 
This is a tiny room, and if for a fifth party member of medium size to come in here would be kind of a pain in the ass, but you don't have that issue. I don't have to worry about it. I just I just stand between their legs. I think it's funny that they have such strict rules on fighting while riding a, a friend. Yes. But you can fight in my square all you want. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any difference. Like, to attack an enemy, I have to occupy their square. Like, I can't attack adjacent. I have to yeah, be physically. in their square to attack. So I guess I'll just, I mean, fire's been working. So let's just, let's just produce flame at it, I guess. All right. Here we go. I get a 24 to hit it. 24 is a critical hit. Excellent. Well, here comes the damage, critical damage. So a total of 14 initial fire damage and is on fire. He has persistent burn. Then the cockroach that's attached to Adamu is now on fire. Which is perfect. I'm done. Good hit. It was. Adamu looks at Ada and goes, thanks. This is much better. (laughs) He's got a flaming cockroach attached to him. (laughs) Well, that takes us over to the cockroach that Coral was kicking and that Sprinkles approached. On its round, since Coral was the one who got damage off on him, with its first action, it attacks Coral with a bite action. Gets a nat 20 on the die for a critical hit. Coral is going to take 15 points of slashing damage. The cockroach aims high and actually grasps Coral just above the waist and cuts deeply into her sides. Ah, that was only one action. I have so many more options. Second action to grab Coral. He's He's got a third attack. He's gonna bite him again. This time with the 19 to hit. Yeah, I'm dead. M- multiple attack penalty. Uh, a 14 to hit. Yay, miss. 14 misses. That's going to take us back up to the top of the order. Now we're going to go over to the cockroach that's grabbing Adama. And is on fire. And, and, and is on fire. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, is going to continue to chew on Adamu's leg. Makes a jaws attack. It gets a 21 to hit. That hits is going to deal Adamu six points of slashing damage. The first three are used up with my uh, temporary hit points. Nice. And with its second action, is going to make another bite attack. This time, the 14 to hit. That will miss. Well, it uses its third action to maintain its grab, which takes us down to sprinkles. Wait. At the end of its turn, it burns. Oh, that's right. It burns. For two points of fire damage. And it completely fails to recover on the check with a one on the flat check to recover. Sprinkles, it is your turn. Coral. I uh, do a twin takedown one at my first action. Save me. Uh, one hit out of the two hit. Sprinkles swings twice, hit once. Six damage. I take a third swing as my second action. Nine to hit. Miss. I take a fourth swing as my third action. Ooh, yeah. Nice. 22. There it is. 22 is a critical hit. 11 damage. Hell yeah. I forgot the twin takedown only took one inch. It's difficult to get the right spot because while Coral has this thing grabbed around her waist and she's bleeding profusely, Sprinkles has a hard time getting the hit, but finally cuts it right in half and it just drops right off of Coral, which then takes us over to Turux. Currently, there is one not-destroyed cockroach that is on fire and attached to Adamo. I kind of want panache, so I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to tumble through. 
I'm gonna like side flip over the flaming cockroach here. Oh no, I'm a, I'm a snake. I'll just slither underneath him, you know? Oh yeah, that's right. I gotta remember that visual. Snake. Ah. Oh. Fucking A, I rolled a nat 20, so 26. It's beautiful. It's, it's <laughs> graceful, and you slide right through it square without even... It's like it didn't even notice. Not because oh. it's on fire, but because you're so graceful. Okay, so slide through with style. Do you get panache from that? I do get a panache point from that. Then I'm going to attack. Oh, this is going to be a... A good amount of damage, because that's a 22. A 22 is a critical hit. Yes. All right, this is going to be my finisher as well. Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> what? 31. What? You deal 31 damage at level one? That is... Uh, it's, it's a crit. Uh, it's got, I mean, it's got deadly D8. So. Yeah. Deadly, deadly D8. D8. Okay, hold on a second. Deadly D8. And then what are the two D... So one D6 from what? Uh, that is from the rapier. Okay, so then that that gets crit, so that gets rolled twice. Then the deadly yep. D8 adds the D8. But what in the hell are all of those D6s from? So with my finisher, it adds 2D6 points of precision damage. And precision damage gets multiplied, and yeah, you so killed it on that. Boom. 31 damage to it. 66 plus a D8 plus 4 at level 1. Jesus. Fuck it, Swat. Because he got his panache. Yeah. He got his panache and crit. Yeah. It's awesome, though. It's awesome. I mean, without that panache, you take off 18 damage. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, then, uh, Turdux, you absolutely destroy it any fancy way you want to do it, Mr. Swashbuckler. Oh, slides right underneath him. And then, even though it doesn't do anything, his cobra head is unfurled and he just brings down the rapier from top to bottom and skewers it. Just it smells gross, but it makes a really satisfying squelching sound as it slides in and hits the floor. Congratulations, that's all three cockroaches. Giant exoskeleton cockroaches are now dead. I don't know if it was obvious from the description of, you know, the viscera, but these are undead giant cockroaches. Yeah, yeah, it was clear. Can I make, like, a check on these at all? A recall knowledge check? Yeah, you could totally do that. Can I do Arcana? Religion on this. I don't have religion. Well, plus one. Fourteen? They're somehow undead. They're resistant to bludgeoning damage because of their, their exoskeletons and the way that cockroaches work. The, uh, the process of however these things became undead uh, makes them resistant to that bludgeoning damage. Uh, however, it, of course, because they are cockroaches, slashing damage does more damage to these things, so they're weak to slashing damage. And of course, you know, the whole being undead. They also have additional weakness to positive damage. And as you saw, a very low AC and high attack and damage. You think that maybe they could be tied to this site somehow? Or maybe perhaps Roderick's own spectral influence on his former home has influenced some of the insects in the area. Well, we got a couple people injured here. I uh, should probably sit down. I'll go up to Coral and uh, ask if she'd like to get a little bit of healing, a little bit of a little bit of treat wounds there. Please, I'll give her a shot. Ouch! I'm gonna go down. <laughs> and unfortunately, I'll fail. I don't hurt you. I don't critically fail, but I do fail, unfortunately. And I spend ten minutes trying to heal you, and I do not heal you. I just pictured like. 
odd trying to heal people. He's got like a roll of bandages as big as he is, and he's like slowly <laughs> like running around them trying to like tie them up. Then I'll go to Adamu and I'll. Can I spend another? Anybody mind if I spend another 10 minutes trying to heal Adamu? Well, you already did. It hasn't been an hour. Oh, yeah, it probably hasn't been we'd, an hour. We'd have to, we'd have to rest. Coral. I'll just smack you since I can't heal my friend Adamu with spells. Might as well use them on you. I'll just hit you with a uh, with an actual heal spell. Thanks. Heal. Two actions. You heal 14. Nice. Sprinkles would take a treat wounds. Okay. With your six damage. I mean, why not? A medicine check incoming on Sprinkles. That's a nat nice. 20, so that's a critical success. I will heal you. 24, my friend. I was down six, so thank you. Perfect. And Adamu will rage to regain hit points twice (laughs) during that. Tell me, Adamu, what are you angry about right now? About getting hurt? Fucking hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Just like looking at his wounds, screaming at him. He's like, (laughs) feel better! I, I scream at the uh, carapaces that are like. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. So you all spend how much time in the lounge? It was 20, 20 minutes. minutes. It was 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes in the lounge. We have uh, one failed treat wounds, I understand. Yeah. How's everyone looking right now? We're all good. Full HP. Uh, Adamu's down five. Still has about the same number of hit points as most of the rest of the party. Yeah. I am so fucking squishy. Uh, I, I wonder, says the, the, what, two foot tall sprite? Oh, not even close. Not, too not even. Tall. He's probably like eight inches tall. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say it, it. In theory there, uh, it, tiny is like house cat size. Because then you go diminutive and then you go fine. So odd is just really, really, really small. He's small. After you're done healing... You start to hear this sound, and it sounds like water dripping. And you do, in fact, see water dripping, but you see it dripping from the floor to the ceiling. Drip, 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 drip. And then it begins to flow more, becomes a heavy trickle, and then a downpour. And then in this one little five-foot square in the lounge, a watery visage of the ghost that you encountered in Roderick's Cove shows up bloated. The cove, the stone house in the water, the gauntlets, save them, my map. And then the visage drains through to the ceiling and the water slowly diminishes and disappears. Monstrous molds, gross undead cockroaches, Roderick's bloated ghost delivering plot points? What else will we discover as we continue to explore Roderick's wreck? Find out next time as we continue The Return of the Rune Lords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.